0: another episode of desire to inspire your mama's favorite podcast boy freddie here with dylan baby hey how's vacation vacation
1: was actually awesome dude i'm uh coming off this sinus infection got a little burnt here so uh we're kind of covering up as much as possible right now but it was (laughs) uh it was a really good time so not excited to be back let me tell you
0: yeah. It looked like you guys had a great time. I, uh, speaking of sunburn went out to golf with the boys this past weekend. Saw that, and I think, I think the sun was out for like five minutes, but definitely got some color <laughs> being outside. I am like transparent white right now.
1: It's like, I'm, I have a solid tan from like my nipples down. And then up, from up, it just peeled, just completely peeled. Oh,
0: Same with my you forehead. Say, it wasn't tan. No, it's adding. like, just how, how did the going away? Go ahead the um the less hair on the head go this trip did you have to like put sunscreen on it or was it not too bad
1: i do put sunscreen on it but Mm -hmm. i kind of experienced in arizona so i was kind of used to it oh okay the first time there it was bad but the thing is like it peels underneath now so like i look like i have a turtle shell on my head it's got like all these weird like peeling spots they're just starting to flake away every time i do my hair interesting like i wash my hair just Skin just falling off my head. It's kind of hot. Good time, man. Yeah, (laughs) would definitely recommend Costa Rica to anyone, though. Like,
0: I was gonna, I was gonna ask you what, uh, what was good, what was bad about it.
1: I don't have any bad things to say about it, honestly. Like we, we were literally looking at properties there on our way home, (laughs) and it's like, dude, like like, you could get. just
0: gonna take our next assignment there.
1: We were just like looking. Cause like she takes months off in between assignments anyway. And mm-hmm. like, so I, I think we've talked about in here, like we're looking to get out of apartments and like into a home this year. And like, for what we could get in Colorado, dude, we could get like a nice ass house in the mountains of Costa Rica. And I was like, honestly, like maybe we just post up an apartment for one more year. Cause I feel like that one's at least going to pay for itself a lot faster. Like you get Airbnb, yeah. out, Airbnb it out. Then you just go post up for a month or two at a time. It's tempting. I'm not going to lie.
0: What was the best part about it? I saw that you got over a fear. At least you were interacting with that monkey as if you did not care.
1: Dude, that was the best part. And I wish that we would have known about like how close they were to us from like day one. So like, have you been to Mexico before? No. So when you go to like Mexico, you're not leaving the resort. Even I went to Punta Cana in the Dominican before. You're not leaving the resort. Like, it's it's just not the safest place. Mm-hmm. And like so we're about forty-five minutes from the airport. And it's so like we drive to like our resort. And on the way, like, you get to like kind of check it out. And I'm not saying like they're America, but like you can tell like it's not a dangerous place to be. Like everybody's out doing stuff. Like there's bus stops or people are sitting waiting for stuff. Like And so when we get there, they're like, Dami had already been planning this thing out, like there's a monkey bar pretty close to our hotel. We got to find it. And we couldn't mm-hmm. find it on the map once we got there. And some guy's like, well, if you just go down the beach, like, and there'll be signs, like, take a left. He's like, but well, you have to go, like, five or six in the morning because once these monkeys get fed, they go out and they sleep for the rest. Of like, they're just there for the food, and then they disappear. Oh, damn. So we got up early as hell, dude. I'm like, <clears throat> our last full day there, maybe? Mm -hmm. because like this is like when they told us about it we're like oh cool it can't be that far so maybe like a mile down the beach like down the beach through the jungle basically and we get there like six ten in the morning dude there's nothing like i mean nothing at all (laughs) and so we walk down like the alleyway or whatever i guess it's a road but it's like goes directly to the beach there's a bar that says it's the monkey bar and we're like where the hell is it there's other groups of people out here looking. And some guy comes out of the monkey bar starts speaking in Spanish to us, but he's saying like enough things that we can understand what he's telling us. He's like seven, eight o'clock. We're like, what the fuck? Everybody told us five, six. So we go back, (laughs) get breakfast. And right. It's our last day. Let's just go. Let's give it a shot and go back. Mm -hmm. Dude, we go back before you even turn down the street. You can just see monkeys swinging all over these trees. What the fuck? Like, and I'm talking like close, like just swinging everywhere playing around like there's one on the ground like holding some lady's leg eating a banana (laughs) and so me and my dad and my mom already were like i don't really think i'm gonna mess with these monkeys man like we're all kind of sketched out Dami and my aunt are into it they got (laughs) little things of fruit they're feeding them and it's like as time goes on like you can like see how they're interacting and Mm. like one of them was pretty angry compared to the rest of the monkeys, and like trying to fight the other monkeys and like keep them away from it. But if you just avoided that one, every other one was just chill. They'll come down, grab it, go away. And so I'm like, all right, I'm I'm gonna do it. And I did. Now it was chill. That means like you had the biggest smile on your face when you got done doing that. <laughs> you look
0: so happy, bro. Dude, it was
1: so cool. <laughs> it was one of the coolest experiences I've ever done. Like just seeing That's these so monkeys cool. in the wild, and then like there was like howler monkeys way up high, like you could just hear them, like doing like this creepy noise and they were huge like these monkeys were gigantic but they wouldn't come down by you like mm-hmm. just those little ones like that i posted there was probably 20 to 30 of them just swinging around hanging out
0: that's so wild i saw it that was video so sweet and I, dude i was tripping i was like there's no way he's doing this and i mean you could only see it from the back but it looks like you were having a genuine like good time
1: yeah it was it was so freaking cool
0: that trip that i'm going on in. um Actually, I might go to Costa Rica. Um, I'm going on that cruise with my family in March. Uh-huh. And um, one of the ex- exhibitions or exhibits or whatever we're doing is like going and feeding monkeys and seeing monkeys. Yeah. So I'll be uh, I'll be doing it here in 52 days. We just this get a text message. weird
1: to see them in their natural
0: environment. Like they were just doing yeah. their
1: own thing. Like they run it.
0: That's so wild. So it was the area that the um, monkey bar or whatever it was called. Was that like a safe spot on the resort or did you guys have to go off the resort to be able to see it?
1: You, we went off the resort, but the thing is like most places, our resort was super secluded. There was two owned by the same people. And it's just this, like the only thing around really like Mm -hmm. you're surrounded by the jungle. So we just went down to the beach and walked down and then there's just little signs that say monkey bar. So like anybody could come just pretty much right up into the resort too. Like there was like vendors on the beach doing different stuff. So it's like, very different than an all-inclusive that I've done before, where it's kind mm-hmm. of like its own entity. Like you could kind of come and go, like it was nothing. Like we walked out the front of the resort when walking on the street, doing little shops and stuff.
0: Damn. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, uh, you bringing up, um, going out there and like living there, looking at properties or rather, whatever, kind of brings me to a point that I want to touch on, but to segue into it, would you be able to do your current job from there? And Dami would just wait to do nursing again, or would you kind of reevaluate and be like, "Yeah,
1: I don't think I would current. go, I don't think I'd move there like full time.
0: It'd okay. be something
1: like that we kind of did, but like we were saying like, even if we went for like a month here or like two months here, I think mm-hmm. then I could probably do my current job, but I don't know. There, there's certain countries we're allowed to work in. I don't know which ones they are, but like my thing is like, how are you gonna know where I am? True you're only going to see me on a meeting, like with a background, Found guy in the office, whatever.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been thinking a lot, just about like nine to fives and um, work situations, whether it's like for DTI stuff or um, the analogy that I had come across my head is that, You work a nine to five and every single or every two weeks, you're guaranteed a paycheck the same amount every single two weeks, no matter how much work you put in. And I was correlating that to how people live their life. And um, so the thoughts that were going through my brain, maybe you can even like elaborate on it to see like what your view is. But, you know, you hear people, yourself, whoever bitch about, oh, I don't have enough time for this. I don't have enough time for that. Oh, I didn't do this that I wanted to do or Um, how do you focus so much of your time? Where do you allocate all this stuff? And, uh, we often get so bogged down with mindless tasks that we forget how much time we actually have to work on things. And so the success of DTI is not going to correlate from an hour working to an hour of success, whatever that looks like. So we have to put in a lot more time, a lot more grunt work in order for that work to pay off where a nine to five, you know, that this is your basics. You got to get these tasks done and you're going to get the check. That's not it in the real world, and so I started like viewing my life now as um, a nine to five, but obviously over the whole entire day. And it's like, how can I utilize my time better? And so at work, you have meetings that you are um, that are put on your calendar that you set, so that way you're you know I'm doing this at this time. I got this. I got this. And then in my free time, I can work on all the other projects I have. So I've been getting up early as fuck now, um, like four forty five getting my clothes um, laid out the night before. So that way I just got to put them on. Boom, I'm at the gym by like 5, 10. Um, now that I have like a drive to the gym and I'm there, I'm focused, I'm doing my thing. Once I leave the gym, now it's like, okay, I'm spending this much time on DTI stuff. I'm doing this to catch up. And then I'll log onto my work computer to get X, Y, and Z done. And I'm starting to block my day out. So that way I don't get caught up picking up my phone. I don't know if you saw my tweet the other day. I finally got the sticky notes. So I got those next to me. I keep my phone to the side of me so that way I'm not picking it up, just scrolling through it. Um, And I'm noticing over these last like two weeks that my structure and my productivity in terms of even like creative ability to be like, where can we go with this? What can we do? How can I get better? What do I want to focus on? It's just so much more dialed in in my day to day tasks because I've taken that time to block it out and treat it like a nine to five. But really, it's just prioritizing my time instead of just sitting down and being like, all right, what do I do, and then pick up my phone and just start looking at it.
1: Yeah, I actually did this like right before the holidays, I think I set it up on my whiteboard so it was like here's like my day like what I need to be doing this day and like or at this time. And so I had it blocked off of like what's my nine to five and I was I don't like to do like I can't literally can't do nine to five like unless i'm in an office. There's no way I'm going straight through nine to five without feeling burnt out. So like I literally get up at four 45, go to the gym and I used to like in the mornings before I go to the gym, turn on my work computer and like do a little bit of stuff like while I'm drinking my pre-workout and getting ready Mm -hmm. for the gym. Now I've made it a routine at this point to not even open it. Like if I open it, something is going to pull me in and I try to do the same thing like with my phone and social media. Like, I don't want to be reacting to other things going on. Like the only thing I'll really do is like, if you've texted me, I'll text you back. Or like if Dami's at work, I'll text her in the morning and that's it. Yep. And then I go to the gym. But like when I was getting my work computer, dude, it was just, I would find like 30 minutes late to the gym now. And like, now everything's like that whole schedule's off. So like yep. the way I break it up now is once I've been home from the gym, I have like however much time before I need, you really look sci-fi now, bro. <laughs>
0: I would have like... It's staying like that.
1: Yeah, you look like you're in like a spaceship. (laughs) But I'd have like a couple hours where I'm like doing DTI stuff, then like a three-hour block of work. Then I'll do lunch, and then I'll come back and do like another hour work, a couple hours of DTI. And like by 5 p.m., like I've done five to six hours of work and five to six hours of DTI stuff. And like that can vary. It can be me editing a podcast. It can be me just coming up with ideas. Like Mm -hmm. that's the thing that I feel like not nine to fives are, it's like, everything is just so fluid. Like, yep. sometimes it feels like I'm not getting anything done, but like in reality I am. And like, that's Mm -hmm. a mental battle that I struggle with is like, when I'm not physically like writing or editing or, or doing something like, I don't know how to like correlate that productivity, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, something that like you and I have harped on a lot is that factor of, um, you have to put in way more fucking time and effort and energy to like outside things that you want personally to be successful. And so you can even look at it from a life aspect. Like if you're not as happy or if you got a lot of stuff on your mind, like why is that? And you can't just change that in a day. It takes fucking action items and steps. You got to create new habits. You got to create these new patterns to be able to transition your mind, to be able to transition your body, your thoughts to complete that goal that you want, whether it's 15 pounds lost because you're not happy with the way you look, or you have really bad thoughts in your head. Like, how do I get out of those journaling, meditating, doing all of these things? It's the same thing when you're trying to start a business, a community, a family of people that are going through these day-to-day actions where they feel lost, where they feel like they don't know um, what the next step is, where they go. And so it's doing that thing and blocking off those times because it's just easy, and I I keep harping on this, but it's easy to get caught up in the um, realm of convenience, scrolling on your phone, um, watching Netflix, watching TV, whatever that is um, that you usually go to as that vice to escape like life or to pass time by, and it's just... It was taking up so much of my fucking time that I'm glad I realized, like, look, I need to block this time and just put this other shit to the side because I won't touch it or think about it Mm -hmm. if I'm doing something else.
1: On the flip side of it, though, like, you also need to be able to, like, step away and shut it down. I think, like, Mm -hmm. this trip for me, I think this is probably why I enjoyed it so much, was the first trip where I, like, shut off. I didn't take my work computer with me. I really wasn't on my phone at all. Like, I would leave it in the room. Like, I posted our shit and that was it. I look at my. I didn't even read the messages really because there was eighty some in our group chat. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't got time for this. So like, I just wasn't on my phone. I wasn't doing anything, and it was just good for me. I don't know if you have this problem, but I struggle with not doing enough or not feeling like I'm doing enough. So like I'm always battling like this idea that I'm not doing what needs to be done, yep. whether I am or not. And I think that it's because. I guess I've been so productive for so long. Like I feel like I, and I don't say this like for any like (laughs) ego reason or anything. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I don't really need to put the effort in to make sure that I'm doing things like that are productive just because I'm the type of person where if I'm not doing something to grow or progress or just, that's beneficial to me and not like just binge watching TV or scrolling on the internet. Like that's when I start to get depressed. Like I, I'm somebody who needs to constantly be chasing like something. Like I always need to be working probably to the point where it's detrimental, but like, it's just in my head that I'm not doing enough. And then I get on yeah. myself, like even to relax for two hours in the evening. I'm like, well, I could be doing something else right now. Like why, mm-hmm. why the fuck do I deserve to sit here for two hours?
0: I think the, um, the difference from like what you have going on versus what others myself, um, haven't, I think I have, but I'm just going to lump myself into to everybody else outside of you, um, is that you have found like a purpose and a drive in life. You know what you want to accomplish. You know what you want to achieve. You know the impact that you want to have. You know the legacy that you want to live on. And so because of that, you have all of those goals. You're like, all right, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And whether it's set by a timeline or it's set by a um, numerical figure or just your own mental um, sake, you jot it down and be like, okay, when this happens, it's complete. You found that in you. So that way, you know, if you're sitting down you're like, fuck, well, this isn't paying um, anything forward for X, Y, and Z that I'm working on. So I could be doing this on the side. And so instead of sitting there chilling, you're on your computer typing something up or plotting something else. So that way you can get to that next goal and you can check that box, be like, all right, we're moving in the right direction. And so I think a lot of people are lost in the sense of, where is my um where do i need to spend my value and my time um when i don't know what i want in life i I had a conversation with somebody the other day and um i was like give me three characteristics about yourself i know what they are i want you to tell me what they are couldn't give me a single word and that doesn't say anything other than that person doesn't see the value that i see in them. i see a perception of you that even you would be like, I don't know if that's true. Some of it you'll agree with, some of it you're like, oh, I don't know. But I see I see stuff in that person that they don't even see in themselves. And so it's like, okay, you have that foundation. You see what you're you're at. You know where your low point was. You know when you were at your worst, biggest, whatever it was, to set that standard to be like, all right, I'm going to be better than that version of myself, whether it was drinking too much, eating too much, whatever it was. And now you found this path that you want to go down. That you know is going to get you up here as long as you keep working towards it. And this is only my perspective on it, because that's how I view it for myself as well. Is that once I went through that um, tough mental state and I got to my lowest of lows, I'm like, I don't want to fucking get back there. And that's why I'm doing all of these things, because now I feel like I have that purpose and why for myself. And that's how I interpret it is that we have these things that we want to accomplish, we want to achieve. And if we're sitting on the fucking couch or we're scrolling on our phone, it's not going to happen because we're not putting in the work.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. I think like most people don't know like I wouldn't say they don't know characteristics characteristics about themselves, but they definitely like wouldn't come out and talk about them. It's like you and I think more people need to do that is like reinforce like what you think is good about someone. Mm-hmm. I don't think like we as people in general, but I think men more often than women don't like we don't gas each other up. Like we don't it's very rare to find like groups of guys who hype each other up like that. Like, you go on any, I almost called them bitches, but you go on any girl's Instagram and, like, go to the comment section, there's a million girls and they're, like, dropping all kinds of fire emojis and telling Mm -hmm. them how how good they look. It is very rare to go to a dude's comment section and see people talking about them. So, like, I just feel like we need to be more proactive and be like, hey, I really like this about you. Zach is someone who does this, like, extremely well. He Mm -hmm. literally has in his phone, like in a contact of someone in parentheses, one characteristic that he loves about them. And like, it's like the first one, like that comes to mind when he thinks of that person and he's like the first person to always hype them up in that way.
0: I like that. Yeah. It's I uh, I don't know. It's it's almost as if like people shy away from compliments because there's not this uh, manly figure or this like persona, like even like going and giving a girl a compliment, it's like, oh, are you hitting on her? Or you yeah. think this, and it's like, no, like she's killing it in X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. Um, I don't know. I, I know we have somebody on here and I can't think of who it was Um, that talked about how they give people compliments and they let people know how they feel about them or like what they see in them. And um, it was all revolved. Like it ended up getting into like the elevator, um, like talking in an elevator because nobody does that. So like breaking the tension and actually giving somebody a compliment because like, you don't know what they're going through or what their life is at at that time, Um, and so it's it sounds so easy to be able to do that, even to like fucking strangers. But then it comes down to it, and I don't know what it is, bro. It's hard to just walk down the street and be like, "Hey, I like your shoes," or "Hey, great and outfit." That's the easiest one, bro.
1: I like I that shirt. You don't even gotta like it. But imagine you know. what it's gonna do for that person's day. Like, chances are they're not about to stop and talk to you about their shirt. Like, they're just gonna say thanks. But like, you don't know what you're doing for that person. And honestly, I think it does a lot for you too to like be able to put yeah. that
0: out in the world. Yep. These lights are gonna mess up video. Um, <laughs> that's a little better. <laughs> the one died, the one light died, so that's why we're in the oh, three. Um well I have these ones behind me and then I have two oh, okay. there because Oh, the you mean the one. light
1: died, that's why it dimmed out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like okay. gets completely off. So I only have one like tiny little light that's going right now.
1: This is all natural light here, baby. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's getting dark here. I have zero uh, lights
1: on in this entire room right now. Really? hmm
0: Holy shit. Yeah, I uh, don't either, and you can clearly tell. But I kind of like this vibe a lot. <laughs> I feel left out. Sorry, right, you'll be here soon.
1: Oh, I was like a couple hours. But you nah. mean like literally be there. Yeah, that's a month away, man.
0: It's a month away, dude. I'm feeling fucking good, bro. Mentally, physically, um, I'm keeping food down. I know that I just told you guys on like an episode or two ago, I couldn't keep food down. Keeping food down, I'm gaining fucking weight. And dude, I'm what are you dialed. At? F- um right now I'm at 167. So we're almost back up to 169, 17. Is that where you started? Where yeah. <laughs> um, so so pray for me, folks, because last time I got back up here, I got sick again. So knock on wood, that is not gonna happen. Um, but no, I, I feel super dialed in. Um, I've been able to eat substantially more calories than I was and um I feel like getting the gym membership solved a lot of my fucking things I had going on in this big old dome of mine um because truthfully like um just outlook on life the drive to like want to do things um both towards objectives and just like outside with other people and stuff like that like it's all coming back, um, and I'm staying dialed in and focused on the things that I'm setting, and so I'm not letting myself go to bed without doing what I have set out to do um, in order to achieve what I want to achieve here soon. And um, it it all comes back. Uh, this is another thing that I kind of wanted to touch on, so I'm glad that it's like coming full circle here. Is that um, I see from the people that I have around me, and I hear stories, um, and I live through stories where I want to achieve something. I want to do something, but there's always outside noise that is trying to stop me from doing it. So the best example that anybody can relate to is somebody trying to do dry January or sober October. And you start sober October and your friends hit you up and they're like, I want to go out to the bar with you. And you're like, well, I don't want to go to the bar because I'm not drinking this month. Oh, you fucking pussy. You're not drinking this month. Oh, dude, come on, just come out. You don't have to have a drink. And then you go out and everybody tries to pressure you to have a drink or um, you want to lose weight. And you're sitting around the table and, you know, you got your portion. You're like, cool, this is what I'm going to have. And next thing, you know, desserts come around or that extra loaf of bread comes around. And they're like, just take another one, take another one. You can have it. You look good. You're doing good. There's all this outside noise that is hindering you and stopping you from achieving that goal quicker than um, it's meant to be achieved. And so one thing that I'm dialing back in is I have a voice. I'm going to stand for my voice and I'm going to do what the fuck I want when I want if it aligns with the goals and objectives that I've set. Um, because I noticed that I was falling back into the trap where it's like, come on, dude, you can just work on that after. Let's go and do X, Y, and Z. And I don't want to fall into that, even with like trips and things that like people have invited me on. I don't want to fall back into that because I know we have something good going right now. And I know that life is on a great trajectory right now. And so it's like, you know what? Nope, time to dial that back in. Um, not dude, this until I do-
1: Literally. The topic I want to talk about today, like this that I told you about two weeks ago that I had one, like I was like, Oh, I got one ready for the thing. I was reading this book and it said, if it's not an absolute yes, then it should be an absolute no. Like if you, if you're going back and forth on it, then it's a no. Like if you have to think about, do I want to do this? You don't want to do it bad enough. So don't fucking do it. And that's how I'm going to try to live. Like, it's definitely hard because you're right. Mm-hmm. All that outside noise is there and it's peer pressure and it's this and that. And like, you don't want to seem like you're the fucking boring guy or like, you don't want to be the guy who's stopping other people from having a good time. But like at the end of the day, if, if you say, I don't want to go, they could be like, Oh, I don't have to go with it either. Let's do something else. So like, yep. they're they're not going to compromise for you. So why do you have to always be the one to make, you know what? Yeah, we'll go do what you want to do. So yep. it's not an absolute Yes. So fuck no for me.
0: Yeah, no, I like that because um, I think we all need to keep it top of mind because um, getting a new job, losing weight, um, not drinking, eating better, whatever, the, whatever it is, there's always going to be somebody that's like, come on, bro, just start that tomorrow, or come on, girl, just start that tomorrow. You can, uh, you can do it later. You look good. You've made good progress as far. Like, let yourself have fun. Don't let yourself have fucking fun if you're not ready to. Don't put your guard down until you're ready to. Don't stop doing what you want to to achieve what you want to achieve because you let yourself slip when you're not ready to slip and it's going to be down a steep hill. And next thing you know, now you're doing it every other day, every weekend, whatever it is, um, whatever that correlates to that um, drifts your your goals and achievements off of that path. Um, so say no, stick up for what you want to achieve. And um, sometimes that involves completely cutting somebody out of your life. And so- you know, as uh, I think it was. Yeah, it was Wiz Khalifa. I saw a little video of him the other day and he's like, if if you have to change your energy, if you have to change your perspective, if you have to change what you say for the people that are in the room, get the fuck out of that room. It is 2023. Yeah. Live your life. Be happy with who you surround yourself with and um, and do it for you. Stop living for other people because it don't fucking matter. And so it comes down to, to every aspect of life, but make this a year where you stick up for yourself and do the things that you truly want to. And you don't let other outside influencers, um, steer you off of that path or veer you off of that path. I agree. Cool.
1: I, uh, I think this was a good one. It's uh, nice to be back. It's good I'm to be back. Excited. This week is, uh, the community by the way guys it's called the inspired i don't know if we've ever told anyone this yet (laughs) and we're launching in like a few days so i'm excited
0: yeah Um, stay tuned
1: officially sign up for the spartan race we already got six people not including matt still so if you guys are interested hit us up we can send a link that'll probably get you a discount
0: yeah definitely uh we want to make this a big big event um and then we'll you know, hang out in North Carolina for that weekend. So uh, mm-hmm. come, come one, come all, tell a friend to tell a friend uh, to sign up because it's going to be good. And again, there's going to be people of all different body types, all different stages in their uh, physical journey. Um, And let me tell you, we're all going to struggle at different points, but we're all going to stay together as a team. And one thing yep. you guys know about desire to inspire is you walking alone, step out together. And this is going to be a prime example of this. No man, no woman left behind, um and I'm fucking getting excited for this Spartan race. Um and to just do this with 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 the boys, with the girls, with everyone.
1: Yeah, I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a challenge. I don't think it's gonna be easy by any means. No, not at all. Like I'm starting to look at it I'm like, Okay, this is this is it, man. We're in. We're in. We gotta, work, I'm pumped we to we say, gotta like, everyone's already right? committing this early. I'm like, let's go. We're like we're yeah. still four months out and people are already committing to it. I'm I'm fucking pumped.
0: Yep. Super excited, but as you guys know, um, we appreciate the love and support. Um, there's a, a few hoodies left, as we said. Uh, we sold a couple of them, so get them while you can. Dylan's got it on. Finally, Finally. Um, we apologize again for the delay. Um, USPS, we're gonna blame them, um, but we got them to you guys and that's all that matters. And uh, have the desire to inspire, Live, live the life that you want, live the dreams that you want, and don't let others influence those or steer you off of them. So, peace, love, love, and that's it, baby.
1: (laughs) Peace.